It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe. You know where you can find us. There you go, all the guys who like to poke fun at where I am. But, you know, you got to know. I'm an old guy. I have to know these things. I have to have it laid out. You know what I like seeing is these big headlines, and I saw it on Mother's Day, which, by the way, is a perfect day to do it, that there's this new tournament that's going to be happening at Replay FX. I saw the press header, and I thought, well, i got to talk to the source. Kate Martin joins us right now. Hi, Kate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I see the WIPT is now part of the schedule at Replay, a huge women's event. 64 women, $5,000 in prizes. Well done, Kate. And to everyone at PAPA and uh, Replay and everyone who made this possible, how did this all start? Well, uh, I was on the phone with Jessica DiNardo once talking about I literally can't remember what, and we were just saying how it kind of sucked that there weren't enough women's tournaments, and that conversation kind of fell apart, and I just never stopped thinking about it. And about 4 or 5, 3 a.m. Facebook messenger conversations with Bo and later planning a tournament, it all started to go. I pitched it to Papa, and they were so on board because Elizabeth is the best. And now we're here after a lot of work, but we're here. I'm so excited for you, and uh, that's great. I actually met Jessica at Pinburg last year, and uh, I assume she'll be back from Australia. Uh, yeah, I hope so. I mean, she shouldn't want to. Australia is gorgeous, but <laughs> hopefully she'll be back. Well, I know you're going to be talking with Jessica on the Pinball Podcast, so I recommend everyone to get more information with Jessica and Jeff on that show. But it's great to talk to you right now about this because this is a big, big thing. I saw at Indisc, one of the biggest women's tournaments I've ever seen. Northwest in June has that massive tournament where they're giving away the Hobbit machine. So this just, again, is more inviting for women to play pinball. Sex shouldn't matter. And you're seeing a big growth in New York. In fact, when I come there this weekend, I'm going to be wearing my bells and chimes pin that you gave me. I don't think that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because we're seeing these chapters come up everywhere and these tournaments are growing and growing. Look at just happened in Vegas for the women's finals, how big that was. So this is just another extension of that. And I'm really proud of you for doing this. Was it difficult to do? Was it difficult to get the funding for it? Uh, Well, I've got about a third of the funding and then Ticket sales are about another third, and then after that, we're going to do a 50-50 fundraiser for, like, Pass and Play uh, to try to get a little more, and I'm going to do a fundraising tournament here in New York at Jack Bar on Sunday, June 10th at 2 p.m. If anyone who is around would like to come to that, that would be cool. And it just, you know, I feel like most good people support women's events in anything that's a male-dominated community, and this is definitely a male-dominated community, and I just really wanted it to be a little bit fairer. Like, the same 10 guys are winning all the stuff, and I would like it if maybe someone like Helena could win a little more because she's kind of amazing. Or anybody. Anyone can win. Well, I just saw Heliana or Helena in Denver along with Snow and some other great women players there. And I play in a league with Julie Dorsers, who won Papa Women's Champion last time. Robin Lassonde. That was the first time I met her. I was blown away. <laughs> Robin Lassonde is by far one of the greatest pinball players I've ever seen. And that's the thing is it's just like, I, like I'm, a, I'm pretty new to the community. I've only been playing for about five years. And I've only been going to like big tournaments for maybe three and a half years. And... I'm a woman player who's so invested in, like, Bells and Chimes here, and I try to make it to other Bells and Chimes events if I travel, and I just, like, I only know maybe 30 women outside of New York City, and that's a shame, because I want to know more. I feel like this tournament might bring some more of us together who maybe haven't had the chance to meet each other, and I think that would be great. The only fraction of 
relatability that I might have is just when I first started playing pinball, that intimidation factor in a competition like, oh, do I know what I'm doing? I don't want to embarrass myself. Is there some of that in this when new players play, whether they're men or female? I mean, there's just this, like, I've found that a lot of pinball players talk to you when you're new or they think that you're not experienced, like you're dumb. And, you know, maybe, like, this person doesn't know how to move the lights in the lanes or anything, but, like, let them find out. Don't just talk, like, walk up to someone and be like, you know, actually, you can do this thing. It's just, like, it's a game, and it should be fun, and if people want to be skilled at it, they should pursue that. But if someone wants to just flip around and make mistakes, then they should be able to do that, too, at least my opinion of it. It's a game still at the end of the day. You know what? That's a good point. That's the question you should ask any player. Are you having fun? Yeah. And there are a lot of people that don't have fun, and I find them to be generally unpleasant. So, Well, what makes it fun for you playing pinball? You've been doing it for a long time. Um, I'm just really competitive, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like playing and winning. and But lose it, like, when you lose with your friends, it's fun. Like, I've had terrible games, like laughably bad games, and they become the highlight of my night, if that's something that happens. Because if you can laugh at it, then you never lose. You know, when I first joined a pinball league, I only knew maybe one person in the league, and obviously everyone was very, very welcoming, and I got to know everyone in the league and joined a few other leagues too. So I guess what would you suggest for some new people, especially women who want to try pinball? Well, if you're a woman and you have a local Bells and Chimes chapter, I would absolutely recommend looking that up. And you can probably find them on Facebook with Bells and Chimes in your city or Bells and Chimes Worldwide is a good place to ask questions and find something local or find out how to start something local. New York and I believe Portland and Chicago and maybe one other city have the Bar League, which is like team pinball matches. It's like it's my favorite way to play pinball other than Pinburg. That's a really great way because... At least in New York, our our leagues are tiered into divisions. So if you're new, you can just go be on a lower tier team. Everyone has fun. Everyone's super welcoming. And I think that's great. Um, And I think most places have a weird, like, if you find the awkwardly worded Facebook page for this one group that does an event once a month, that's usually a thing I've found in most cities. But that might be more intimidating because those people tend to be very serious. We've talked about this before with Elizabeth Cromwell, who's been on this program, and you mentioned her as well as setting up the WIPT at Replay. You know, she had that amazing thread from now, I guess, a couple of years ago that's that's grown and grown, and people have added to it on Tilt Forums about, you know, sexism and pinball. Is the community getting any better? And I know there are horrible, horrible examples of where they are not getting better. Oh, of course. And I like, I like to, I'm weirdly optimistic but I like to think that it will get better and the more women that play and the more women that are loud and vocal and shut down people who say terrible things like me and like Elizabeth. We don't say terrible things, oh Lord. We shut people down who do. But like the more that we do that, the more it becomes a little better for us. But not even a year ago, I was at Logan Arcade playing Tron and a guy walked up to me and was like, you know that hole in the game? It's called a scoop. And if you hit the ball in the scoop, you'll get a multi-ball. And I just started screaming, how many pinball machines do you own? And he was like, uh, uh, and he just walked away. And it's just like, I didn't need that. I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But he wouldn't have done it too. What's the, if you wouldn't say it to Bowen, don't say it to her. Yeah, that's a good point. So 64 people at the WIPT on the Sunday. It was intentionally named that way. Well, I like it because of the poker aspect. It look, when I first looked at it, it looked, reminded me of the World Poker Tour. Oh, I didn't even, I don't play Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so 64 people, that's going to be gobbled up like that. 64 women, easily. 
when we first were going through it, I was like, maybe just do like 32. Like, oh, I don't know what oh, no. it all sell out. I was so nervous. And now it seems like it's not enough. But I think for the first year, at least, it would be good to start at that number and gauge kind of where we can move with it, like what kind of mobility we have. This is the first time I've ever directed a tournament. And without, like, honestly, Elizabeth and Bowen's help, and I've got a few other TDs on Crystal Gemnich is probably going to come down and help me out. Jade Ang, who runs Self and Chimes in New York, is, and obviously Jessica DiNardo has been in since the beginning. And so I, I wanted to get as many women to officiate as possible without asking women to not compete. And I think all of us are going to do our best, and I hope we do a great job. And then next year, maybe we go up a few numbers and we'll see what happens. The question that I do have to ask is, this looks like it conflicts with the playoffs for the intergalactic. And I know there's only so much time and space. There's going to be a lot of women who are going to qualify for the intergalactic. Is this a matter where they're going to have to choose between the two? Uh, That, unfortunately, I believe is true. Because the Whips tournament takes place all day on Sunday. And women obviously have their choice opt out. Unfortunately, it was the only day we could do it at replay without conflicting with Pinder's final. And so, yeah, unfortunately, that is the case. And I know Intergalactic donates to charity, but... Uh, but so does I'm this. Sorry. So does yeah, this. You uh, mentioned Path of Play. It's You know what? I, I'm not saying this is a negative thing at all because I'm very, very excited. I wouldn't have you on if I wasn't excited to see this, this event coming on. I've just heard some people saying it's unfortunate, but I have a feeling... That, again, my gut feeling, and this is, what are we talking about, early May? This is the day after it's announced. It's better to have this event than not have this event. This, I completely agree. This is a nice stepping stone for something that could be very, very big. And I would rather see this happen than not happen. Yes, right now, there's a conflict. But again, the other things were set in stone. You only have so much availability to, to wiggle this in. And maybe solutions can happen between now and the end of July. But again, it's better to have this. Look at the prize pool you've got. Look at the excitement you've built. So I think this is a good thing. It's just a matter of uh, let's see how we are the first year. Like you said, oh, maybe 32. I'm telling you, this is going to do very, very well. Oh, God, I hope so. I would also... Just like the intergalactic tournament, like I really hope does well and gets, you know, everything that they want. But yeah, I've I've been very passionate about this for a long time. And I I feel like women have been getting more of a place in the community as far as pinball is concerned. But I think that this is big. Like I can't go to Pacific Northwest. It's very far away and it's just, I I can't go. And I would love to because I know that that's the best as far as I've been told women's tournament. So at least this like is here. It's in Pittsburgh, which is like mildly centrally located. But <laughs> the my favorite part is that you don't have to be registered in Pittsburgh to compete. Uh-huh. You need a replay at that day pass. But if you live within driving distance of Pittsburgh and you feel like going, you should go. Like I think a bunch of women who are not going to Pittsburgh from New York are going to carpool to Pittsburgh, compete in this, and then drive back which I think is awesome. Well, let me give you a positive spin. And really, it's a reality because as tournaments are right now, let's say there's a main and there's a classics. So a lot of the players that want to compete in both sometimes can't even do that. They're eligible to do both, but because of lineups, because of the way, am I going to sacrifice one tournament to make another tournament? This happens all the time. So in a way, it's very similar to that. And again, 
as this grows and grows and it's already huge in your first year, kudos to you. This is not uncommon what you're seeing here. So I think this is great. Good on you and Elizabeth and Jessica and Bowen for doing this. Uh, my goodness, a $5,000 prize. What is it, $2,500 for the it's, first place? It's uh, over $5,000 right now. Uh, 5050 to be exact because Bowen and his mathematical skills <laughs> that was the best number to divide equally amongst the amount of payouts we're doing. Yeah, $2,500 was the top prize. I wanted someone to win a lot of money that wasn't on that first page when you click on IFCA. Like, I just wanted someone to have a shake at it. Well, I know that myself and many other people donated to the women's event in Vegas. Perhaps, and there's still time, maybe you can have a donation page for this too. I'll be the first to sign I up. I think that, that is the plan. Oh, good. Uh, down the road to do some sort of GoFundMe with the Path of Play uh, stuff. Yeah, that's great. Path of Play was just uh, April 28th, and uh, I know my league participated. It was great to see all the different teams that helped out there, and uh, they exceeded their goal by a lot. So congratulations to Mike Primo and everybody involved in Path of Play. And this is just another one of those great things, too. They'll be there, too. This is going to be a lot of fun. Now, also, oh, I have to think about this. There's that trash talker thing going on. I think that's on. I don't know. if That's Saturday. I don't even know when that thing is on. Boy, there's so many different events. I'm not allowed to trash talk in public anymore, I think. I'm oh, my public. God. It's not you, fair. You should be on somebody's trash talkers team. You can <laughs> you can dish it. Come on. I've got two older brothers. I have too much experience. It's like asking Jordan to play in college basketball game. It's just not fair. <laughs> well, you've got your hands full for Pittsburgh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you this weekend in New York City for the New York City Pinball Championships. Maybe I'll have to make a trek out to Buttermilk and see what this great bar is all about. Uh, yeah, if you go out anywhere in New York, let me know. I will. I'm a good liaison for the city. Because you're busy, I am going to be a little bummed out in Pittsburgh because maybe my favorite thing last year, and it certainly wasn't my play, it was something that Deb Tallman told me about. She said, go find Kate. She's got these amazing cookies. Is that going to happen <laughs> she again? She gave me the cookies. Oh, it was her that gave them to you. Deb. She gave me the cookies, and they were delicious. And then I just gifted everybody cookies all day. If you could find a way to squeeze that in your schedule, it would personally make me I'll feel... I'll find some cookies. <laughs> You've got your hands full. Again, catch Kate Martin with Jessica DiNardo and Jeff on the Pinball Podcast. And I know you're going to be on Papa TV, so you can watch the stream from Monday night, too. A lot of people are talking about it. Congratulations to you, to Elizabeth, to Jess, to Bowen for bringing the WIPT to Replay FX. Way to go. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I'm Jeff Teolis.